0: Bandit says hello to you. I hope you're doing really great. Are you doing well? What is today like? Should you take a second and check in with your breath maybe? Have you been breathing? Have you been holding your breath? It's so easy to hold our breath. It's one of the it's one of the true signs for me that something is awry. Something is amiss. My body is asking for attention when I hold my breath a hundred percent. And maybe right now you realize that perhaps you were holding your breath. And then when you breathe, finally, maybe check in and see where that breath goes. Can you feel where it's moving to? Maybe that's where you're being called to pay attention to in your body. So maybe today is a day that you pay more attention to yourself and to your body. You know, like we have spoken about before, but it is always worth going back to that there is so much wisdom in our body that we very often ignore and yes in my work that is one of the most important aspects of my energy work is helping you reconnect to the energy in your body, the energy of your body. That's how, you know, that's the immediate path to connecting to your intuition. So yes, there are people that can help you with it, but you can do it on your own too. If you sit with yourself, And that can be really challenging, to just sit and listen to your body, especially if it's uncomfortable. And I don't mean chronic pain or anything like that, if it's a medical condition, of course, don't sit with your pain unless you're with your doctor. But if it is for most of us that don't suffer from chronic pain, fortunately, for the lucky ones that often we really don't pay attention to the little bit of tension the little bit of anxiety the little bit of you know tightness in certain places that make going about our day and maybe we're not really aware of it but it makes it a little bit more difficult But when you can sit in stillness, and that is kind of a cliche phrase, but you know, cliches are cliches for a reason because it's good advice. (laughs) It's good advice. Sit in stillness. Listen to your breath. Listen to the way your stomach gurgles. Listen to your heartbeat. Can you hear it when you really sit in that stillness? Can you hear it in your eardrum? Are there sensations that you didn't even realize that you had? And then go a little bit more into it. If your stomach is really gurgling, have you eaten anything? Like truly, have you had any water? That may sound a little bit silly and kind of obvious, but if we're forgetting to breathe, we're probably forgetting to eat on time for our needs. Most likely we're forgetting to drink water like enough water for our body. You know, in the Northern Hemisphere, I live in Vancouver, so I'm in North America, in Canada, and here it is almost summer, just days away. And in Vancouver, it can get very humid. More humid than the past few years, that's for sure. And What I didn't realize is that when it's really humid out, it can be incredibly dehydrating to our bodies. So even if it's not crazy hot, if the humidity is really high, you are losing so much of your water, so much. So you need much more to compensate. So just a friendly reminder, that you may not be getting as much water as you think you are or as you think you need and that is always the best question to ask yourself when you do find something that might be a little bit tender or a little bit of tension or pain in your body what would happen if you kind of breathed into that space and really ask yourself, ask your heart, ask your intuition, what do I need? And sometimes it is as simple as more water or a bath or rest or movement. I know how easy it is to move on to the next thing on our list in our day Even if it is kind of a form of self-care, it can be really natural to just check it off the list. But the point is to connect back to yourself. Of most self-care, right? is to be in the present moment with yourself. To really land in the moment. And that really makes me remember when I was in a job in my old career that did not serve my energy and my personality and my purpose. It didn't. It didn't serve it because I wasn't receiving anything from it. Meaning that when I did get really still, all of the sudden I was extra aware of how clenched my stomach was, of how tight and sore my shoulders were, on the, you know, tension and kind of weird tweak in my lower back, to the anxiety, the really awful anxiety I would feel, In my solar plexus, my body was yelling at me, (laughs) was definitely, you know, screaming at me to change, to do something, to pay attention. Really, that was the mean. To just pay attention to the present moment. And when I did, it was difficult. Because I realized how unhappy I was. I realized how frustrated I was. And because I wasn't making a lot of time for it, for paying attention to how I was truly feeling in the present moment of my life, it could be a little bit overwhelming. So it wasn't really something that I wanted to go back to that often. But I was feeling, at that time, so called to some kind of change. Like, I could feel that a change needed to happen. But I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what else I wanted to do. But wow, I would sure complain about it a lot. A lot. Mostly to myself. Out loud, in my car, driving to work, and on the way back. (laughs) Or when I walked, when it was nice enough out But what changed was when I finally made myself and how I was feeling more of a priority. When I actually reached out for help to understand my own energy. And then that allowed me to connect back to my intuition, connect deeper to how I could connect to myself and my own intuitive guidance. And then that brought me to energy healing, to Reiki. And then that helped me focus on my creativity a little bit more in more of a traditional sense of creativity where I started writing more and actually really appreciating it and not just doing it once every Year or a few months, but really making it a priority too. And then with my flower photography, like really following through with what I was feeling called to do on where to put my energy once I connected to it. And maybe when I say connecting back to my energy, it might sound a little bit vague, but it is such a unique experience to each person when you connect back to how your energy feels how it feels in your body how it feels when you are able to kind of move out of spiraling thoughts and kind of racing ideas and really staying in your mind when you're able to bring that energy into your body more To create more of a balance in your system so much is revealed so much of your desire so much of your creativity of where it wants to go and what it wants to do and so often creativity doesn't have to be you know the traditional way that we think of it doesn't have to be drawing or writing it can be where does your energy Where does it flow? Where does it want to create something? And that could be in leadership. That can be in, you know, creating a type of community. Or maybe cooking really fills your soul. Maybe that's how you practice and develop your intuition. If you listen to my episode with Julie Baer, she truly uses her intuition, her energy, to create the most delicious chocolates. The most delicious, good for you, healthy, nutritious, and life-giving chocolates. It's remarkable, but that is intensely creative because isn't that part of the purpose of life, part of everybody's purpose? Like, the one common purpose that we all share is to create something that wasn't here before. And for some of us, that is children. For some of us, that is a poem. For some of us, that's our garden. There's so many things that we can create in this life. And it's really... A way for us to honor our unique energy, our unique spirit. If you follow that creative impulse, that actually, that can be the light that is showing you the way. That's the light you can follow. And in a larger picture, even honoring your intuition is a creative act. Every time you act on a pull from your intuition saying, oh, you should go here or call that friend you haven't spoken to in a while, or hmm, maybe I could be my own boss. These are all acts of creativity to me, like truly honoring our creative spirit is honoring your intuition the energy to me feels very similar, very similar. Because it's a way to realize yourself both ways. It's a way to realize your life and total sidebar. If you are hearing a little bit more noise than usual, my neighborhood has just been very noisy this week. And yeah, it just, you know, windows are closed. Sometimes there's just extra noise. So I hope it's not too distracting. And I always try to mix it so that there isn't too much extraneous noise. But if you are listening and it's a little bit annoying, I'm sorry. So today I felt like I really wanted to share two different ways in my life that I experienced kind of signals, signs from my intuition through the world around me. I don't like to give kind of that guidance a name because it's so specific to every person. So fill in the blank for yourself. I really feel like that's part of trusting our own intuitive, natural, supernatural, but like super natural abilities is to really trust in how you experience it, where other people's experiences, like how I'm going to share, may inspire you to look deeper inside and around, but it may also inspire you to feel kind of affirmed in your experiences. But the the thing that can really always bring us outside of ourselves is when we try to compare our experiences, our development with somebody else's. And and that actually reminds me that it is very important that if you are finding yourself kind of comparing your experiences, really searching for other people's experiences that can be similar to yours, Reaching outside of yourself for something to kind of hold on to to affirm that you are in the right direction or doing the right thing. Try your best to be really aware of that. And if you are aware that that is happening, if you can, just connect back to yourself, to your heart, and ask yourself, what is the intention? Why am I looking for affirmation? Why am I looking for other people to have similar experiences than me? And it will be different for everyone, but I'll say when I do that, it's always, I'm not trusting my present experiences. And I'm not trusting my present. I'm not trusting where I am. So I need all of these things to assure me that it is okay. And when you do that, there is kind of no end to that assurance. There's not one person that can relieve that uncertainty within yourself. It can relieve it for a moment, or maybe a few days or a month. It can relieve for a certain amount of time. But the only way that you can actually calm and relax and lean back into yourself, the only way to go with the flow that I found, (laughs) is to trust yourself first. Is to really create that beautiful foundation of trust. So that when you are seeing somebody reflect a similar experience back to you or really say what you needed to hear, that it's part of your experience, but it's not the meaning of your experience. Like the meaning should always be you. And I guess the other way to say that would be to make sure that you are the main character in your life. That's kind of a trend online right now, like big main character energy. And I like that because especially if you are kind of seeking within yourself and around this kind of new spiritual insight, awakening to your own spirit and the spirit of the world around you, it can feel very disorienting. And you can be looking for someone to hold your hand, someone to carry you, but it's really important, again, I'll say important, for me, I found it important, to remember that you are the vehicle that will guide you through what you need to know and what you need to learn and where you need to go. So the minute that you are trusting somebody else over yourself or feel like your experience is less than because somebody else's experience feels more, that's always an opportunity to love yourself more. That's an opportunity to say, oh, what am I missing today? What do I really need today? What do I think that person is going to give me that I don't already have within? And that brings me to one of the stories I wanted to share about how your purpose can be reflected back to you, part of your purpose, and how following that can bring you to where you really desire to be and to live a life that you crave to wake up to every morning. So when I was in my old career, a few months before I left, I had understood that I loved doing energy healing. I loved learning about Reiki. I loved learning about my own energy and how working with other people's energy created this sense of, calm in their system, which is what I needed at the time. And that's part of our gifts as well, is that what we can offer to others, we can receive too. So I was in my old job, corporation, working in, you know, high level sales, managing teams. I was at the point where I knew that I did not want to do that job anymore. I didn't want to be in that career. But it had been kind of the first time because I had gone through quite a deep healing journey it was the first time that I recognized that oh you can actually like your job you can like what you do you can not dread going to work you don't have to live for your days off you don't need two full days off to recover from all the depletion that happened during the days of that job. So I was really in the space of, okay, I know that I want to do something different. I know that this is not it, but I didn't know what it was. Even though I had already been studying Reiki and energy healing and intuitive energy healing I didn't think that I could do that as a job. Not in my, not in my realistic sphere of understanding, did I actually think that I could support myself with this thing that I loved to do? It sounded impossible. It sounded like one of those dreams, a pipe dream, one of those things that people say where you go, what does she do? How does she make a living? Who? What? Excuse me? Like so much judgment around it that I had for myself. Even though I knew people that did do it for a living. My teachers, for example. But they just seemed so different than me. They seemed like they had a choice. They took the right turn. I didn't. So this was where I was. I could do it as a hobby, maybe it would, you know, fill my cup before I had to go back and have it emptied all over again. So that's the space I was in. I knew that I loved this new thing that felt like I had been doing it forever, that I just remembered how to do it. But I knew I had this career that I had been in for the last 16, 17 years. I didn't know what to do. But the one thing I did know is that one of the main reasons I felt so called to work with energy healing was to help other people feel relaxed. To really help other people breathe and feel calm in their body because I was starting to understand how that felt, it was not as often as I wanted. I was definitely still experiencing much more anxiety than a calm nervous system. But that was the main effect of my energy healing work was calm. And what happened was it was just a few months before I left and there was a colleague that I didn't know that well and I was speaking to them and we were speaking for a little while and I noticed that my body, like I was getting quite calm. I felt really nice speaking to this person. And after I was done speaking to this person, when we we're kind of wrapping up our conversation, she said, Oh my God. And I was like, what? And she said, you must have some kind of magic because I have this issue, this um, spasm in her voice box. I forget the exact name of it, but it would, it strained her voice and made it difficult to speak fully. So it was almost like a stutter, but it would create, um, instead of stuttering words, it would create like a guttural sound in her throat, in her voice box. So she's explaining this to me and she's still not having that problem. And I said, well, what do you mean? I don't, we haven't really talked that much before. So I hadn't Heard this from her and she said, no, I've had this for a really long time. And this is, um, something to do with my central nervous system, but doctors don't really know exactly what the cause of it is. And it's been a real problem for her. And I remember saying, kind of being quite shocked. And I said, Oh, well, you know, maybe we just are a good match. We just calm each other. And then, you know, she just kind of moved on. We moved on with our days. But it wasn't until later that I realized, oh my goodness. Like, I really felt it in my, in my body. I felt it intuitively. I realized that she was reflecting back to me the intentions that I had for my new career. She was reflecting back to me part of my purpose of how I can help other people. She was showing me, and I even felt it in the moment. I was feeling more calm. I was feeling really, like I said, I was feeling nice. And I didn't have any clue that she was feeling even, even more calm then she had it in a very long time because she wasn't experiencing any of these spasms these spasms in her voice box so what can you without even trying without even digging deeply into your mind what have you and do you offer to others without even without any effort like imagine if you honored what you already feel called to do. Imagine if you just trusted it and believed in it. How many people, how many more people you can help. But also, because you'll be doing consciously, but also how fantastic you may feel. Like how much that will give back to you in your life. So what do people say to you? That is a compliment, but maybe you don't even hear it because it's just so natural to you. Or you don't think of it as something that you should feel proud of or take ownership over. What is that thing? Because I think you know what I mean. I feel like it's right there. And sometimes it's the thing that you may feel shy about sharing that feels a little bit embarrassing even, or really vulnerable. But I will say, that experience reminded me, and when I remembered it too, it reminded me how much other people already know and are benefiting from what we have to offer, our unique medicine, you can call it, Because we really are here to help each other. And if you're feeling called to step into a career or working for yourself that is based on what you can offer to somebody that isn't a physical product, that it's a service from your energy, from your intuition, trust that it's not an accident, but it's not. Widely thought of as a smart decision because it is a new path that you're forming. You're forging the path, you're not following. And there was one other story I was going to share, and not to, you know, keep you on your toes. There's no <laughs> reason that I'm trying to dangle a carrot of another story, but I think I'm going to share it in the next episode because i'm feeling that that story that i just told that is for some of you that is going to help you maybe realize deeper into what your magic is what is the magic that somebody would say wow that is unbelievable that you can do that for me. And then you say, well, no, it's just natural. What do you have that you do on a daily basis that is supernatural to others, but is supernatural to you? Because that is where you can deepen your trust in following where you need to go take the compliment because that is sparking the light of your purpose and when you really receive that from other people that empowers you that helps you stand and reclaim the power of your purpose and there are so many facets of our purpose but if you're searching if you're seeking That is one way to really find it. At least to find the door. And then you have the key to open it. And the next one, and the next one, and the next one. So I'm excited for you. I want to hear. What is your magic that you didn't even realize was magic? I can't wait to hear what you share, because I know that it will be remarkable from each of you who reflects back and makes room for your own magic. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. Please reach out to me. Again, with any questions or anything you'd like to share that may have come up for you during this episode, you can follow and message me on my Instagram at TreenLight, T-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T, or you can check out my website, TreenLight.com. I will have all the links in the show notes for you to learn more about how I can support you and definitely sign up for my newsletter, my new lighthouse letter, an energetic snapshot that you receive every Sunday, straight to your inbox. People are loving it, and I love making it for you. And if you feel called to leave a review, please, I love this generosity of spirit. And yes, I'm so grateful for all the incredibly kind reviews that I've received already. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Be kind to yourself, and I'll talk to you soon.